So just so we're crystal clear about this, Twitter is okay with anti-Semitism from the Nation of Islam, but you can't post vaccine misinformation. Ah. In its most recent display of absurdity, Twitter has suspended the Nation of Islam, but not for its history of racism against white people or anti-Semitism. Twitter suspended the Nation of Islam's account reportedly after it criticized COVID-19 vaccines. Meanwhile, the unverified account that appears to belong to Louis Farrakhan, it used to be verified, they de-verified it after, again, tons of backlash over several weeks because he was posting racist content. And they weren't doing anything about it, but they were about other people around that time. Farrakhan is still active on the platform. The account contains multiple pieces of disgustingly anti-Semitic and racist content, which, again, we've been over this a million times. I know that this isn't anything new. What is hysterical about this is that Twitter is okay with the racism. Twitter is okay with anti-Semitism. Because, again, it's all right to hate white people and Jews, according to the left. It's totally fine. The moment it goes outside of that and targets any other group of people, then we got a problem. But as long as the racism and the bigotry are targeting white people and Jews, they're good. They're totally fine with it. Twitter, of course, has refused to allow anything that it deems to be misinformation about COVID-19 or its vaccines on the platform, which is, again, also hysterical because a lot of the stuff that they do allow is misinformation. (laughs) But... A lot of the stuff that they take down as misinformation is the latest scientific research. The Jerusalem Post reported that the suspension seems to have been done uh, over the count's criticism of mRNA vaccines, which are used by companies like Moderna and Pfizer to combat COVID-19. Okay. Meanwhile, Twitter has taken little action against Farrakhan's anti-Semitic content, yada, 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 yada. Okay. None of that matters. But it's, this, is, this is the funny point. This is the exact thing that I was talking about yesterday. The new study comes out, new study, brand new study. The Johnson & Johnson vaccine is 0% effective against the Delta variant of COVID. And I asked you a question, didn't I, at the beginning of that show? I said, if I were to post the scientific research, which quoted prominent virologists at two esteemed institutions in the United States, backing up the study that wasn't conducted by them, if I were to post that on social media, do you think it would be allowed to stay up there? Do you think it'd get yanked? I, I mean, I was being facetious. We know, of course, it's going to get taken down. But I would have been posting the accurate scientific information. If you've had one dose of Johnson & Johnson, according to the latest research, 0% effective against the Delta variant. According to the Israeli government, who did a previous study which found... Okay, preliminary study, which we highlighted months ago when it came out, that if you had the Pfizer vaccine, which is what Israel exclusively used, if you've had the Pfizer vaccine, they showed in their data that the Delta variant was actually targeting those who had the Pfizer vaccine, that people who had been fully vaccinated with Pfizer were more susceptible to the Delta variant than everybody else, including the unvaccinated who had never had COVID. Now, that was a preliminary study. It wasn't peer-reviewed. I made that crystal clear on the show. Their new study that was released earlier this week shows that Pfizer's only 64% effective against Delta. So if I were to post something online that says, look, Johnson & Johnson doesn't work against Delta at all. Pfizer is only 64% effective against it. I don't have any data uh, about Moderna, but 
That might be your best option at this point. They'd start stripping it down. Because you're not allowed to badmouth Johnson & Johnson. You're not allowed to badmouth Pfizer. That's what the data shows. That's the scientific evidence as we have it now, backed up by prestigious institutions, just like they keep going after for political reasons only, not medical or scientific reasons. They keep going after all of these studies that come out and say, yeah, masks don't do what you think they do. Masks are actually dangerous for children who go to school. The virus is, in fact, airborne. All of these things that have been retracted and only retracted because of political purposes and because funding was threatened. That's the only reason. Not because there was a flaw in the methodology or the research was wrong. No, no, no. Only because of politics. So Twitter will allow anti-white racism, but they and they will allow anti-Semitism, but they cannot allow the Nation of Islam to tell you that the mRNA vaccines are bad. And I don't know what they said about them. I don't care. It's, it's this odd moral stance that Twitter has that we're going to let you be a bigot. Nobody else can be a bigot, but, you know, hey, you're not white, so you can totally be a bigot. But how dare you criticize the vaccine? So we're just we're going to go ahead and and we're going to suspend your account. Now, what I find interesting about this is while Twitter suspended the account of the Nation of Islam for spreading covid misinformation, Biden's Twitter account is still up. And the reason that that I find this perplexing is because earlier this week at his CNN town hall, Biden spread more covid misinformation. He said the Delta variant is more infectious and more deadly. It's not. At all. Not remotely. The Wall Street Journal's fake article in which they said that people who had previously had COVID were more susceptible to the Delta variant, which we told told you about the immunologist who sent that really scathing letter to the editorial board at the Wall Street Journal. There isn't a single speck of scientific or medical evidence out there that says that. It all says the opposite. People who have had COVID are far more protected against Delta than people who are fully vaccinated or people who haven't had vaccinations at all. That is universal. There is zero deviation from that. And this immunologist was ticked off that the Wall Street Journal would publish an editorial from which they made up out of thin air, because this is what the media does now, see Trump-Russia collusion, they just make things up out of thin air. They made up out of thin air that people who had previously been infected with COVID were more susceptible to the Delta variant. No. They're way less susceptible to the Delta variant and every other variant of COVID than even fully vaccinated people. Period. Full stop. That's what all of the data shows. There is no deviation from that. So the Wall Street Journal just, eh, We're just going to write something up and try and force people to get vaccinated. The ends justify the means, right? Even if they lie to you, even if they lie to you to get you to do what they want you to do, even though the thing that they want you to do isn't actually backed up with any research, they still see it as, well, we're trying to do the right thing. So it's okay. No, it's not. So that story from the Wall Street Journal is still up on their Twitter feed. Twitter hasn't flagged that for misinformation, but it's clearly a lie. Joe goes out there and tells everybody in his CNN town hall, of course he didn't get called on it, that the Delta variant is more deadly in terms of unvaccinated people. No, it's not. The Delta variant for unvaccinated people is still less deadly. This isn't that hard. We have been over all of the research globally on this. 
This is simple stuff. Biden repeatedly lies about COVID. The news media repeatedly lies about COVID. Twitter doesn't say a thing. Nation of Islam can be racist against white people and, and Jews, but the moment they say, yeah, we're not down with the mRNA vaccinations, oh, they got to come down now for vaccine misinformation. Biden can stay up when he misinforms people about the vaccines, when he misinforms people about the viruses. He, he can stay up there. Everybody else has got to come down. You see that double standard? They would have taken a Trump tweet down like that. So this isn't an example, because I know, because again, it's a, an automatic, visceral reaction that the left will have on this. He's the president. They can't take his tweets down. Oh, really? They can't? They can't take his tweets? I've seen this already. He's the president. You can't just take his tweets down. Oh, what an interesting position for a liberal to have on Twitter. Huh. Interesting stuff. They took Trump tweets down about COVID that were medically and scientifically accurate. But they took them down. Biden is lying to everybody. Every single audio clip, video clip, article that quotes Biden on this, every single one of them still up on Twitter. None of them are taken down, even though he straight up lied in that town hall on CNN. The Delta variant is more infectious and less deadly which is what I've been telling you was going to happen for over a year because that's the natural evolution of of viruses. And I even told you about the medical conference that I was privy to all those months ago where that was the general consensus was that COVID was going to be here. It was going to evolve into a more infectious, less deadly virus, and then it would become a seasonal thing that we battled with. That's what most of the medical community believes. And I told you this well over a year ago. And lo and behold, this is exactly where we're at. And the Delta variant is not killing people in record numbers. The Delta variant also happens to be the variant that's most prevalent in India. India has had roughly the same number of infections of COVID as we have, yet they have half the deaths. There's two things from that. One, it's the Delta variant that did most of the damage in India. Uh, Two, the Indians, for several months now, have been taking hydroxychloroquine and ivermectin as a prophylactic. So even though they have the same number of people getting infected, with a much larger population and more densely populated than we are, which already says that their infection rate is a heck of a lot lower than ours, but they have half the deaths? Huh. Part of that's going to be Delta variant. Part of that's going to be they're taking prophylactics, which we should have been doing from the very beginning. So Twitter will get rid of the nation of Islam for vaccine misinformation, but they will allow Biden to spread a debunked lie on their platform. Hmm. I realize that this is not surprising to any of you. I'm just You have to point this stuff out because you have to be armed with it when you go talk to people about it. We've got more coming up. News Talk 95.3, Michiana's News Channel. Or you prefer it. We were just talking about how the media, and this it was like a continuation of, of yesterday's story. The Wall Street Journal published a fake editorial. The editorial claimed um, 
that if you had previously had COVID, that you were more susceptible to the Delta variant of COVID. That is established 100% not true. If you've had COVID, you are protected against Delta. If Let me just make this as crystal clear as I possibly can without talking about variants. If you have had COVID already, and I'm, I'm talking to people who have confirmed that they had COVID, okay? Not people who think they may have had COVID. I'm talking about people confirmed that they had COVID. If you have already had COVID, you are the most protected out of any group of people right now against reinfection of any variant of COVID that exists. Full stop. If you are fully vaccinated, you are not as protected as somebody who has previously had COVID. If you're not vaccinated, you are not as fully protected as a vaccinated person, which is not as protected as somebody who previously had COVID. Real simple. Easy stuff. Straight line type thing, right? But when the media is out there lying for you and publishing these fake articles, because again, it's all we can lie to everybody, just like Fauci excused his numerous lies to you. I was just trying to get them to do, you know, basically what he wanted us to do. So he excused it. Everybody's allowed to lie to you to get you to do the right thing or to calm everybody down, except for Trump. Trump's the only one. Remember, they, they basically accused Trump of lying because he didn't convey to all of you how bad he really thought COVID was. Now, he took actions as if COVID were a serious threat, but publicly he told you, we'll get through it, we'll beat this thing, you know, that sort of thing. He... He basically projected calm. While behind the scenes, he was the only one fighting against COVID. Democrats were telling everybody that it was a giant lie to get away from the impeachment trial and all that stuff. Trump was actually fighting it as if it were a real threat. They called him a xenophobe for it. But because when he was speaking to the American people, he calmed you down by not amping up that this was going to kill everybody. And there are people who have legitimate gripes about that. I understand his position. I also understand somebody who isn't just a deranged individual looking at this and going, that probably wasn't the best decision in the world. I get that. I think that's a fair discussion to have. He felt it best not to cause a panic. And his evidence for not wanting to cause a panic was that you bought up all of the country's toilet paper in two days and nobody could take a dump anymore. So... He at least had a modicum of evidence to say, I don't necessarily want to cause a panic here. Do you remember going to the grocery stores? How quickly people have forgotten. You remember going to the grocery stores and they didn't have anything? Now imagine if Trump were on TV every single day going, we're all going to die. This is, this is the worst epidemic ever. The Walking Dead, you've seen that? Yeah, this is now happening. There wouldn't be any supplies left. So it could be argued that him going out there and projecting calm and confidence about the the virus while behind the scenes taking it more seriously than anybody else in Washington, D.C. is actually what kept more people from dying. You could make that case. But when when they attacked him, oh, see, he knew it was worse than he was telling the American people. He knew it, and it was wrong for him to lie to the American people. But it's okay for Fauci to lie to the American people. It's okay for Kamala to lie for Biden to lie, for everybody else to lie, because they're just trying to make you make sure that you do what, what is necessary to protect yourself from the virus. So if they have to lie to you in order to manipulate you into doing something that they want you to do, it's un, it's the whole point is to save you. So it's justified. They lie to you. Trump can't. 
Liberals can't. So there is this uh, this Dorcas, Nikki Fr- Nikki Freed or Fried, whatever. I'm going to call her Fried because her brain is fried. She's the Democrat that thinks that she's going to beat DeSantis in Florida. She tweeted it. She tweeted this out yesterday, <laughs> last night. Again, the Democrats have stopped keeping the quiet part quiet. They have started making the quiet part loud. Use this. Go on offense. So she tweets out. Ron DeSantis has Fox News, but we have everyone else. Florida will be blue in 2022. Thank you, Nikki, for admitting that the media is biased. (laughs) I said it's, you know, by the way, with intellect like that, she's got no chance against Ron DeSantis. No chance. Not to mention Florida dramatically outperformed the vast majority of the country when it comes to population percentages uh, battling COVID. Ron DeSantis has consistently been proven right on COVID while his detractors have been proven wrong. But hey, Nikki, uh, Nikki Friedbrain, she's out there telling everybody that he has Fox News. We have everybody else. Huh. It's almost, it's almost like there's a leftist media in this country or something. But hey, thanks for admitting it and saying the quiet part out loud again. They keep doing this. AOC's been doing it a lot lately, too. We got more coming up. News Talk 95.3, Michiana's News Channel. Assuming that uh, that that will be pretty easy to spot, uh, but you know, hey, look for me. I'd, I'd be happy to say hello and hang out with some of you. But as far as I know, there isn't an organized ride tonight. But that doesn't mean it can't happen. All right. Does the GOP have a vetting problem for candidates? We're going to talk about that here in a couple of minutes. But first, I want to talk about this. Conservative leaders are calling on the feds to cease collusion with social media platforms. Hey. It's almost like we've just been talking about this. Once again, Twitter will take down the Nation of Islam's uh, anti-vaccine tweets. They will leave up their anti-white racism and their anti-Semitism against Jews. They'll leave that up there. That's fine. Anything trashing the vaccines, got to come down. They'll leave up Biden's misinformation about COVID. They'll leave up Kamala's and Fauci's and a whole host of other people's misinformation about COVID. They'll leave that up there. Uh, but, you know, God forbid anybody else say anything. And then it's got to come down. And oftentimes they're taking down stuff that is based on the real science, on the latest science that's out there. And as I was highlighting before, to me, I think it's really interesting that the defense of Fauci changing his position on, on certain things, even though the science didn't change, but he's changing his position on certain things. And the justification for him changing that position was the science evolved. So why aren't you allowing the new science on COVID and masks and vaccines and everything else to be published? Remember, they've taken down posts about heart inflammation. That's now on the warning label because it's true. They've taken out posts about uh, people who are young having higher risks of, of serious side effects. That is confirmed and true. World Health Organization is even telling people not to get vaccinated under the age of 18. Again, they kind of stripped that down the next day. They still say it. They just say it in a very legalese roundabout way. It's not overt anymore. And that was purely political. So again, they're not allowing the science to evolve in the public square. They're not allowing the new science to be published. They're they're depublishing scientific studies that say stuff that they don't like, even though that's what the science is. The researchers are furious. The researchers are coming out there and going, this is purely political. They don't have any evidence that I'm wrong. We And uh, the latest one on... Um, on the uh, the mask efficacy, I mean, they were basically saying, like, look, we, I challenge all of those people who, who retracted my, my study, I challenge them all to produce their own evidence. 
And the simple answer is they can't, which is why none of your local health officials can produce that evidence either. Every, every time you, la- you ask, they never produce a single speck of evidence. You ever notice that? Not a single speck. So over 40 conservative leaders have signed on to an open letter led by Media Research Center President Brent Bozell in calling for the federal government to cease its collusion with big tech. Seems, seems simple enough. If the government's going to collude here, then it is the public square. If it is the public square, you can't censor people. If the government's not involved, you could argue it's not the public square. And therefore, maybe there's some censorship allowed. But you got to take away the, uh, the 230 protections. The open letter was first published as a Fox News exclusive by Fox News media reporter Brian Flood. The Biden administration is ripping the U.S. Constitution to shreds. True. Its assault on America's freedom of speech is terrifying. True. And it is the hallmark of dictatorships. Yeah, also true. I'm not saying we're in a dictatorship, but the patterns are, are evident, right? As a result of the incendiary and dangerous announcements made by the Biden White House last week to censor free speech, with the cooperation of social media, we... The undersigned demand big tech firms immediately and publicly announce that they will not comply with calls from the federal government to censor dissenting viewpoints. You ever notice it's it's a little interesting that the the sheriffs of the country will almost immediately announce they're not going to enforce unconstitutional gun bans. They're not going to enforce unconstitutional mask mandates. I uh, just got the sheriff in, in L.A. County going, I'm not going to enforce that. What are you talking about? Because they're going back to mask mandates? He's like, no, I'm not going to enforce that. Sheriffs will do that. Big tech will do whatever the big, the government wants them to do. I mean, it's almost a big government, but pff, redundant. Not on COVID-19 and not on any other topic. Furthermore, we call on these companies to resist further demands for such outrageous censorship of dissenting voices. Yeah, there you go. See, here's the thing. Had they not been censoring people about vaccines, I think more people would be vaccinated. True story. The moment you started pretending it was a conspiracy theory that young people who are getting the vaccine were having heart inflammation issues and that young people were dying from the vaccine, the moment you pretended that was a conspiracy theory and then it was confirmed, you lost credibility. So by pretending it was a conspiracy theory just to get more people to go get vaccinated, what you actually did is you caused a bunch of people to pull back and go, whoa, well, if they were lying about that and Twitter and Facebook and YouTube and everybody else is in on it, what else are they lying about? That's how you get people going down rabbit holes. That's how you get people to not trust official sources because... If the official sources are lying to them, why should they trust official sources? When you have the Wall Street Journal fabricating a lie about the Delta variant being more dangerous for people who previously had COVID, and once that's discovered that that's not true, they've lost any and all credibility as an entire publication. It's not just the authors of that editorial, it's the whole newspaper and anybody associated with them. So everything that they do write, even if true, automatically becomes suspect because they chose not to be forthcoming and transparent with the American people when there was a legitimate issue. But what they should have done is they should have come out and they should have said, yeah, you know, there's some, there's some indication that there's heart inflammation. It affects a very, very small amount of people. Here's what we know about it. Make your best judgment. If they would have done that, more people, more people would go and get the vaccine. But they didn't. 
They lied about it. They pretended that only crazy people were spewing the conspiracy theory. And then they had to come out ultimately and they had to go, yeah, yeah, it wasn't a conspiracy theory. We lied to you about it being a conspiracy theory. It turns out it's true. Oh, and it's not only true. It's a lot worse than we thought it was. <laughs> but see, the CDC just got caught messing up again. I'm going to talk about that next. News Talk 95.3, Michiana's news channel.